Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation? But not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app slash breadbox. My name is Emma Dorton. And my name is Christian Watkins. And we are Christian teens giving our personal insight with facts and stories. Welcome to the TBH Teens Being Honest podcast. Anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) We're anxious, man. I'm telling you. I am super anxious. All this coronavirus stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how you're feeling, but I'm not feeling too anxious. Uh, no. Because I mean, there's all these restrictions being put on us. That's hopefully true. for a good reason. That's we can't true. go to mass. Mm. We can't go outside tonight. We're going on lockdown. Period. So we That's won't be true. able to leave our home except mm. for yeah needed stuff. Yeah. So it's kind. Of, it's making me anxious a little bit, especially I think because I graduate high school in uh may yeah so i mean <laughs> school's not even happening right now sort apparently. of aren't I, you doing online school yeah but all my professors are or and my high school <coughs> teachers are like uh yeah i don't know <laughs> like we'll let you know so i'm basically doing no school so i can focus on this podcast and all helping right. my mom out all right yeah so it's kind of the setup mm-hmm. I, I, know, I know i love it so we're gonna be talking about anxiety yeah because uh I mean, people know what anxiety is. They know that feeling. Just basic anxiety is our body's natural response to stress, Definitely. right? Yeah, for sure. Everyone feels it mm-hmm. if you're doing some performance, some activity. That little tension that Trying builds up, in, making everything going to new school. perfect. Everything. Whatever, whatever it is, anxiety's probably there if it's a if it's a new event for someone. Yeah. Um, but there's there's different types of anxiety. So there's anxiety disorders, and then just that personal feeling of anxiety Mm -hmm. i think the disorder part is kind of when it it starts getting out of hand and it's more of like something people are living with daily and like morning through noon and night and that's like it hurts my heart for our purposes i'm going to be more talking about social anxiety especially what's what with what's going on right now being locked down in our houses for the coronavirus and just high school in general people people need uh, to talk to people that's sort of and it's it's hard if you just have to talk to your family especially if you exactly. aren't in good terms with your family exactly my whole thing is that with 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 the media how it is right now it a lot of it anxi- is anxiety ridden oh yeah and i just want you know because we can't really see our friends we can't really go to school we can't really be around people um not even our own age but just people like in general in yeah. general yeah i think that talking about it just 
brings more awareness of like, hey, yeah, I'm feeling this too. Or yeah, all of our senior balls got canceled and we bought hundreds of dollars worth of tickets mm-hmm. and dresses. So it's all like a bummer of, well, you know, that, that anxious feeling of what's the future look like? Of now? course, yeah. And we don't know. Exactly. So that's why we have to just sort of believe and mm-hmm. pray and make sure that we do what we can every day. Just be the best person we could be in the moment and mm-hmm. try not to worry about tomorrow because we just don't know because everything could happen so fast. Yeah. And I didn't think that the coronavirus would even come to America, but eventually right. it did. Oh my, I know. I, I was, I mean, when it first heard about it it was like oh it's in china no way like, yeah i'm not even okay, worried, I'm not about, worried it. about it it's not gonna it's not gonna affect, affect me. me at all and then pretty soon oh it's affect- not even it's in within my school a month district it's in my neighborhood now yeah. we're on lockdown i can't leave my house and i think what's so important about you know this topic is just to say look you're not alone with how you're feeling and we're not in control of anything especially as no, teenagers especially this, no. oh my gosh yeah we don't we don't control our life we're not i didn't say hey government uh, <laughs> i, I want to be put on lockdown for a little bit here no, no. so we we aren't in control and we have to realize that that it's not our fault it's not our responsibility to deal with this all at the same time and sort of there are ways to work through it and and to you know, yeah. persevere React positively. Yeah. Try to stay connected. I know that social media is like a big thing people are doing right now. It's healthy and unhealthy at yeah, the same time. I would say, I would say majority honestly is pretty positive. Mm. A lot of people are like, Hey guys, like we really need to protect our elders here. Or we really need to, you know, just stay inside and, and just try to just take a break. You know, I don't know, learn guitar or, or you know, pray, read the Bible. Just, or read know. a book. Yeah, just do anything. <laughs> Watch a movie, you know. But I think just the in the long haul, I think that's what's making so many people anxious. And also being trapped in sort of your house. And yeah. Some people will get really, you know, mad and just. Yeah, or, or depressed n- even. Ex- n- a lot of people. Will oh, be, yeah. That's going to be one of the major things about this. Yeah. A lot of people are are suffering from the coronavirus, but also a lot of people are suffering from the effects that the coronavirus, not just the disease, but different feelings of being trapped by themselves, especially people living alone. Because we're social. Like, we're made to be, you know, out there with people. Yeah. yeah. And what what we're sort of dealing with now, we've never gone through it. I, not in my lifetime. No, not a pandemic? In, so it's a, it's a whole different experience in general. And with this, I just want to sort of go into my story about anxiety. Just a yeah, little what's funny. Yeah, personal experience? Just, just a little um, pick-me-up that anxiety isn't the worst thing. And it's easily overcome if you... No, I, I'm not saying this for anxiety disorders because I, I haven't experienced one. So I'm just talking about social anxiety just in general. But I know that deep social anxiety and just anxiety in general can lead to disorders so i i just want to be aware of that and say that this is just a story uh, about just anxiety in general and how to deal with it and what it's like so i don't want to be be insensitive to people who have such a harder time with it exactly so i just wanted to start this story off by so i get in this is when i'm going to my other high school so I get. Oh, in, is this public? Or? Yeah, public oh, high school. Oh wow! Okay. So I I get <laughs> invited. Right in. I I get invited to this party, right? Everyone that's popular. No. Everyone that uh, everyone that you want to know is mm-hmm. going to this party. 
and I, it's two weeks before this party. No one's stressing about it or no one's visibly stressing about it, but I am. Okay, so I'm going through all my classes. I, I can't think about anything else but this party. So I'm, I'm hyping it up in my head. And I know that for parties, you can't go alone. Yeah. That's the one of the major, <laughs> major things yeah. on my head. I you mean... can't go alone and you can't go with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mom is awesome, man. She but, would get down on... She would, she would go to that party <laughs> she, and she would just... Well, well, <laughs> I know. No, no, no. Turn so heads, I, that's my main thing. I say, I can't go alone. I can't go with my mom. That's just unacceptable. Yeah, well. And I go through my... Uh, my. <laughs> you can go with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm thinking about this all through my classes. I can't focus. I can't do my homework. Th- this is the only thing on my mind only thing I care about so I'm hyping it up in my brain over and over again like this is gonna fulfill me like right this is it make a break for me <laughs> like if I, I mess this up I'm gonna be a loser like Aww. a loser big time type of situation and, and so I'm just getting more and more worried constantly a week's a week's gone by I still haven't asked anyone if they want to <laughs> go with me to the party because I'm waiting for someone to ask me So my problem is I can't ask anyone to do anything or I couldn't Mm -hmm. before and I couldn't ask anyone to hang out or to go like to a move. I mean, that's the same thing. So I I couldn't (laughs) I couldn't do it. I I had to have them ask me. Oh, okay. So that was my one of my major problems in high school and middle school. Yeah. And middle school. It came from middle school transferred over to high school it got a little better but it was still there right so i i didn't want to ask anyone because i didn't even know if they were going to the party number Mm, one yeah and i didn't want to get shut down number two major shutdown i was like it's the end of the world if they say no to me i that can't happen especially when you're new just rejection is that one thing that just break it like it's break you exactly it's It's so it's so hard but sometimes it's not even too bad no especially if they're your friend and you know and but it when gets you're to new, like how I wasn't good new though. That's, that's oh, a okay. thing. I wasn't new. This was sort of later on into high school, and I still. Oh, this is your first party then. No, it wasn't what, my first what party. Makes I was... this party so glorious. It's great. Gatsby just a funny there. story just about like, it. Well, that's. Weird. I just wanted, and this is the one that I didn't have any friends to go with. Oh, okay. So, okay. this is sort of my dealing with anxiety and. Who you know, invited you? I forgot. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, right. So this is, it's, uh, we've gone to, to past the first week of, and I still have no one to hang out with. It's a couple days before the party, still have no one to hang out with. I'm stressing in my bed. I'm like, maybe I should ask someone if they're going to the party at least, just if they're going. You yeah. know, what, what can it hurt? So I ask a few. <laughs> I love, love you. So I, I just ask a few people, even if they're going and just wanting them to say, hey, you want to come with us? You know, type of situation, yeah. sort of um, fishing for a <laughs> invite, uh-huh. you might say. I don't get one because they're, they're already packed out. And it's the day of the party, sort of the morning, because the party's at night. It's not a morning party. And I'm just stressing. I said, maybe I should just ask a few people yeah. if I can come with them. So I ask a few people. An hour later, they respond. Say uh, maybe, 
a bunch of maybes from people. Like, we have to mm-hmm. see if we can, like, fit you in the car. Yeah. Type see of if you ask me, I'd be like, yeah, come and on, let's go. So, <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks. Um, sort of, like, three hours before the party. Mm-hmm. It, none, nothing works out. I'm like, maybe I should just not go to this party. It's uh, not a big deal. Who cares? I can't, I can't go with my mom. I can't go with my mom. <laughs> people see with my mom. And uh, so... yeah. Two hours before the party, I finally just sort of slap myself in the face. I say, dude, you would be more of a loser if you didn't go to this party. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I, just go to my mom. I say, hey, can you take me to this party? My friend invited me. She says, of course, but I got to take you early. Oh, like an hour early to this party ah. where I don't know the host. So Ooh. I just... Oh, at that point, I was like, I, I don't need Just to go like to this party. The corner. I don't I don't need to go to this party. But my mom kept pushing me to go to this party. She said, oh, you're going to have fun. It's going to be a good time. Don't even worry about it. What are you worried about? And I was just, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? What am I worried about? Seeing you with all... I was worried about a whole bunch of things that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I still... They mattered to me at the time. Yeah. So... Uh, hour before the party, my mom just sort of shoves me in the car, just says, hey, come on, what, can, what, what is it going to do to you? So yeah. we, we're, we're driving in the car, sort of just in silence, like, oh, man, what am I doing? This is terrible. Just You're definitely sort feeling of, that anxiety. Oh, yeah. Like... The, the anxiety hit full force then. So I'm just like, Mom, turn around. I, I know you're late to something. You don't have to take me and, uh, acting Aww. like I was doing it for her <laughs> when I, I just wanted to go back home. Like, Mom, you don't need to take me. It's not too big a deal. <laughs> my, my friends aren't even going to be there. It's just, it's not it's not worth it. But she just keeps driving, doesn't really say anything back to me. Like, okay. Like, a little, okay, okay, yeah. whatever you say. <laughs> so we drive to the party. I, we get there. I say, Mom, I, I just can't go in. Can you just take me to this park? And we go to this park and uh, I just like totally open the door, run outside, like sit by a tree. And she walks over and just we're sort of talking and she's like what's the worst can that can happen i'm like in my head i'm like mom if this is a high school party like you don't know what's going on in my head i'm thinking about everything that could go wrong like i could trip and fall and everyone laugh at me just some dumb stuff right like nothing that really mattered but in my head i feel it in my head i feel it because i had hyped it up so much yeah for two weeks i had i just hyped up what this party would be, mm-hmm. what, the, what it would mean to me, what it would mean to my friends. So I'm, I, I just say, finally, okay, I'll go to the party, but can you just drop me off like two blocks away so I can <laughs> just walk and act like I, I came a little late? She says, yeah, that's fine. So she just drops me off and immediately pull out my phone. Right. Because that, that, that's what we do as teenagers. We, we Whenever we... Are in an uncomfortable situation. Pull out your phone and yep. you can act like it's sort of a comfortable, uh, comfortable, comfortable situation. situation. <laughs> so I do that and I'm just walking, like sort of walking back and forth between these two blocks. I don't know how many times. And this is so weird. I know uh, I'm sort of exposing myself, but <laughs> it's, it's what I did because I was so anxious about going to this stupid party. And I finally saw a couple of my friends go in. I say, you know, what's the worst that could happen? And so I walk in. My knees are trembling. Aww. And the they open the door and it's like 50 of these kids from a different high school that I don't know at all. They're all staring at me. Oh, and shoot. then I, I'm like, uh. so it's just terrible when I get in. 
So I, they, they don't say anything. It's not like anything bad happened from that. And I'm just, you know, walk over to my friends and my, my knees are like trembling. And oh, poor guy. <laughs> oh, poor nothing, guy. Nothing's, uh, and we just get, get to talking and over the course of the party, my anxiety dies down. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. You know, my friends want to hang out with me afterwards, but I hated that party. It wasn't fun. Oh, no. It wasn't, it wasn't what it you know, was hyped up to be in my head. Right. It was just sort of a letdown because I had hyped it up so yeah. much like this was going to be a make or break thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like this was going to be the funnest time of my life. But it was just I left early. I had my mom pick me up. So it's not like I just want to, you know, as this story's going on, I'm just trying to convey the point that we also hype things up in our brains too much, such as if I have friends, then maybe I'll be happy, but you got to make sure you got the right friends, right? Yeah. So I could, I, I made friends that were were great and then some friends that were a little shaky that made me miserable because yeah. I wanted to hang out with them, but they didn't always want to hang out with me. Yeah. So just anxiety is sort of a prison of our own making, right? Yeah. In a well, way, I mean... not, not for everyone. That's the... For me, I I, I want to repeat that. For me, it's not a prison of their own, your own making for everyone. Because sometimes it's really hard to just make friends in general. I think when you get really down to it, it's anxiety is something that is is in your brain. Like, it's an emotion that oh, you yeah. feel. You know, just it's like not any all other... in your brain, but it's, a yeah. lot of it is. Yeah, so you're kind of... You know, just like you said, you're you're putting high expectations on something. You're saying, okay, well, what if somebody doesn't know you and in that situation some people just deal with that easier like mm-hmm. for me i'm super outgoing and super confident so i would probably walk in that party and be the only teenager with super high heels on and my <laughs> hair done and i'm just like hey how's it going everybody i don't even know them and i'm just mm-hmm. like you're my friend now or oh you want to be my friend yeah, I'm not <laughs> like that. yeah so i'm a total like, introvert 100 percent. the thing is is that <laughs> is that with being, I guess, so, like, extroverted and just opposite. Just outgoing. Yeah. I, I, I try not to think about it. Oh, and that's oh, yeah. so, it's so, it, it sounds so, like, No, that is so say, hard to but do. But it's like, if I have just 20 seconds of courage of just not thinking about it, I, I love saying this. It's the best things in life happen unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. You you can't just you can't plan stuff. It's just the best things you you don't know when it will happen, but it's amazing. And so it's like, you know, instead of me asking like, what's the worst that could happen, I'm like, what's the best that could happen? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that fuels my like, okay, if that's the best that's gonna happen, it might not happen, but. Let's shoot I'll, for I'll, it. You know, you, when you say shoot for the stars, but then you land on the moon. Yeah. That type of situation. But don't be stupid with those 20 seconds. Be yourself instead of being someone that you're not. That's the most important thing all throughout high school or public high school, at least. They're I wasn't right. myself. You know. I, I put on a mask every day. Yeah. And, and it, eventually it started, you know, I didn't know the difference between the mask and my real face. Aww. Right? When you look in the no, mirror. I feel that. So it's just promise me that you'll be yourself. That's the most important thing because when we're not ourselves, nothing's nothing's really real. I mean, the thing about that, though, and so I guess this is kind of my, I mean, not that I've dealt a lot with anxiety. I, I have pretty recently, but in, in middle school, I got brutally bullied. Mm-hmm. 
pretty bad. And, you know, as a 12-year-old, 11-year-old, you're not a super nice kid. I mean, I was kind of above and beyond being nice because I just wanted to make friends yeah. all the time. You know, like, oh, can I hold the door for you? Going up to a random kid, like, oh, you look so good. And, mm-hmm. you know, but regardless, I ended up getting bullied. Bullied. Yeah. The police got involved, yada, yada, yada. Um, so anxiety ridden at school is definitely something I've felt before, you know, getting followed home and actually getting beaten up was, was probably the, the icing on the cake. But, um, I think just, yeah, being myself that it's never really been an issue for oh, me. Okay. Uh, it's really just not when I was in middle school for sure. Yeah. Because I was like, Oh, um, you know, wow, if I don't fit in and talk like you and think like you and have a boyfriend like you do. Um, then I won't be cool <laughs> and I won't be liked. I'm not like And everyone will hate me. And so, you know, that made it so I wasn't a part of any clique. And that makes mm. you a target when you're not a part of any clique. But I refused to lower my morals. I refused to lower my standards. I refused to be involved in the group that they wanted me to be involved in, knowing I couldn't be myself. Mm-hmm. And so, you it's know. Hard. It, it's very hard and yeah. it's a lot of anxiety the thing is is that it made me so much stronger and so much better i actually went back to that middle school and i had my i had my heels on i had my top down my convertible i walked in there and i was like oh, man oh man i'm like oh that see that's where that girl she pulled my hair and that oh that girl she i mean i was just going through all of these memories and yeah a lot of them are bad but I walked out of there like it makes you stronger. Yeah, I walked out of there like you know, without suffering me. in our lives, there is no joy. Exactly. So it is, and we got to realize that high school and middle school, it's just a dot on the life, <laughs> like our lifeline. Meaning, it really is. it's just a little segment, and and our, you don't have to ruin your life in high school or middle school to be cool, and then have that ruined life all your life you know like you said lowering mm-hmm. yourself yeah it may have made you feel horrible then and that is so hard to yeah. deal with and i'm not saying that it's a good thing to you know that you were bullied no, but, or anything like but that the good thing about it and I, i'm just gonna flat out say the great thing about it was that god turned it into something amazing exactly and, and he turned those feelings and whatever i went through into something so strong and beautiful and beautiful exactly and that's just something that i i want to scream at the top of the rooftops for now because Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i did go through that and yeah i do forgive all of those kids and Mm. honestly most of them were probably going through really hard stuff i learned later that the girl her father had just you know been incarcerated and Mm. and i'm like okay well (laughs) we all have our stuff it's really no excuse to be so hateful but um people do have reasons yeah the the thing about high school being such a dot in your life is that we don't know how long we're gonna live oh gosh and we don't <laughs> we don't know if we're out it, tomorrow guys especially just now especially with this especially virus now it's, it's just a time to really reflect on who who you are today oh man i've been feeling so ungrateful lately of just like um, like how ungrateful I was before this all happened. Mm-hmm. Now I've been feeling more grateful. I'm just like, wow, I, I really wanted, <laughs> I want that worry mm-hmm. <laughs> that I had last week, um, over this worry of, of like, course. and it's, it's hard. It's hard yeah. for some people to deal with. Like, especially now like, we yeah. are, have been so lucky, especially in America with our situation. We're, we're so lucky in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to look at it like that. 
and you could see people you know, starving in different places or just the homeless here. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, compare our lives to theirs, and our life is like heaven. <laughs> right? Right. And, that's but, why everybody wants this whole American dream of that. Exactly, but for. that's really not the case with life everyone. Isn't perfect, man. And what, what we have to do is offer up our sufferings to Jesus on the cross, because if we don't do that, then our sufferings just become sufferings, just become... A, you know, know. A, a load we're carrying around with I us know. for no reason. But if we offer that load up, it, it not only alleviates that load from us, but it also does good. Yeah, I feel like that's what I I need to do. I need to do now, especially. I just feel like, um, I don't know, just, you know, when you're messing up a lot or when you feel like you've been so ungrateful for so long and something mm-hmm. like this coronavirus slaps you in the face and it's you're like, hard to oh, deal man. With. Yeah. Like, I just feel like, not not that I deserve this, but in some way that, like, I've been pretty bad mm-hmm. or, you know, pretty sinful to God that it's like, I need to repent I needed now. to wake up. Of I course. need to wake up. Yes, and repenting, because we're all so worried about our material needs. Like, am I going to have, yeah. you know, fun during this time? Am I going to be able <laughs> to get my studies done? But we, we got to, you know, focus on ourselves as well. You know, because you know, our souls are attached to our bodies. You know, no matter what you believe, talking to someone about it, and if you're Catholic, being able to go to confession about it. I've been dying to go to confession. It, it's it's such a it's such a necessary thing to re- alleviate that burden. Exactly. And I, I wanted to go into where anxiety comes from, and and as well as how to fight it, because I don't know how much longer we have. But uh, so, what we've been talking about all this anxiety it's sort of weird because there's an irony right Mm -hmm. all the things that i thought would make me happy made me miserable inside my personal reasons for anxiety was i wanted to fit in i needed to be liked by everyone no matter who it was so i would be extra kind for the wrong reasons (laughs) extra generous for the wrong reasons you know extra generous with the wrong stuff and that was making me miserable, making me depressed. They're just taking your energy. They're not giving you any. Energy. Exactly, and I thought, I thought, well, if I just keep doing it a little longer, I'll be happy. Yeah. So I, I kept on digging myself deeper right? and deeper, right? Right, deeper and deeper, till I, I couldn't climb out on my own. I couldn't climb out on my own. So you know, hand had to reach, reach out and grab me. And, you know, that was God, yeah. and I'm not afraid to admit that. Because I, I was in a terrible place. I couldn't do anything on my own, right? I, I, had, I had built a prison for myself, and I threw the key away a long time ago. I, I thought, you know, whatever. Uh, I could make another key another time. And it, it, that's what my excuse that high school is so short that I can change my life. But high school is so short that you should change how you are in high school so you can change your life and if you're not ready to make the full change make little changes every day yeah. just help out around the house you know do a little extra sacrifice for your brother you know try not to get into to a fight with your parents about something yeah because oftentimes uh, especially for me at least i was always wrong in my arguments but i would just rail on my parents <laughs> say how much i hated them and Sort of I was reflecting the feelings about myself onto how they thought of me. And, that, you know, that hurt them and it hurt me. 
How do you think that you started fighting it, though? How do you think you started fighting those that heaviness? I had to get out of high school. I had to drop basically all my friends. Uh, and it's not like it was anything to do with them, just what we were doing. I couldn't deal with it anymore. I couldn't go back to school and stop what I was doing. Because I easily succumb to peer pressure in any possible way. I can be strong for a little bit, and then the wall crumbles and just totally breaks down. Um, so that for me is just, it was too hard to deal with that. So I had to sort of change my life. I tried to do it without God, right? Right. I tried to just we do it. We all tried to do it without I tried God. to just do it like, okay, I can, I can do this by myself. Right. I can stop everything by myself. I can stop watching porn. I can stop different things. Yeah. But I failed. Yeah. I failed, I think, twice. And... You know, and and it just brought me so much deep shame because I was like, I'm supposed to be this changed person, right? I'm supposed to be this good, you know, holy person now. Cause I think I, so many teenagers struggle with all of that stuff, though, mm-hmm. and we all think that we're alone on it. Especially, oh my gosh, especially people who are religious, who live in a religious household, or who long to be confirmed or baptized, or yeah. And I want to go on the opposite frame of that. Right. A lot of people that are religious hate it because yeah. they're, they're getting into other stuff that think will make them happy but right that's the illusion that's built up like if i you know, give my life to god or i give my you know, life to doing good that i will be miserable that i won't have friends that i won't be happy but the opposite is true it looks like oh this will make me happy oh, look, I it makes me happy right now, now. So you, you I know. look amazing, or I drive this, or I have or this much money. I'm high right now, and, and I'm, I'm feeling I feel good. good. I got no problems. That's the thing, though. It's, it's always But then so it all temporary. comes crashing down, and you feel miserable. And that's why I'm talking about us pulling out our phone, you know, watching something on Netflix when we're feeling sad. You got to work through those feelings. We can't be alone in our thoughts, I feel exactly. like. Exactly. I don't want to speak for all teenagers, but I'm... A lot of teenagers. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to speak for all most i mean there there are so many ways that we can we can fight anxiety of being alone anxiety of not fitting in anxiety Mm -hmm. of feeling that low and thinking oh man i'm never gonna be as high as i once was or i'm never gonna gonna be be happy cool i'm never gonna be happy as i once was i I, i'm just talking from personal experience and, and just from a lot of other people's personal experience you can go through you know life life's a breeze I can smoke here. I can, right. you know, watch uh, porn like, here. I don't care. It's not. It's not affecting me. Mm-hmm. It's. I can do it. I know other people get into worse stuff. I know. Right. It, you know, it happens to other people, but it's not going to happen to me. But eventually, it does. If yeah. you don't, you know, get out of it too soon. So how do you fight it? I mean, I'm just going to bluntly oh, say. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm okay. So we're going to wrap up our show pretty soon here. But I'm going to give an analogy. On how to fight anxiety. Uh, so let's say you're riding a bike, right? Okay. And suddenly one of your tires gets flat. And so you can still ride that bike. But it's going to get harder and harder. Your rims are going to wear down. Yeah. Your tire is going to completely fall off. Because it's it's not pumped up. And, and you know that's, that's what it's like going through anxiety without looking for help. Eventually that bike breaks down. Mm-hmm. And you're left stranded. So you have to have someone come pick you up and take you to where you need to go. Yeah. That person's God or a therapist. I think just fighting it, ultimately, you have to trust in God. That keeps pumping up the tire that, you know, 
I, I, I want to give the counter to that analogy. If your bike breaks down or your tire gets flat, you just pull off to the side of the road and you, you know, replace that tire. <laughs> you replace that tire with a brand new tire, sure. pump it up, mm-hmm. and, and you just feel so much better. But you have to work at fixing that tire. It's not like it's just going to yeah. fix by itself. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to wrap this up with a prayer. Yeah, let's do it. Lord, you know what everyone's going through, you know, or different situations, you know who we are, who we're meant to be. I just want you to help us all to know that we can be who we are meant to be, that we can can change who we are today and be a great person tomorrow. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great day. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And uh, we love you all. (laughs) Bye-bye. Teachings for an Unbelievable World is a newly discovered work written by St. John Paul II then Archbishop Karl Wojtyla of Krakow, in the years just after Vatican II. This is the first English-language publication of this important work. In this hardcover book that Scott Hahn calls one of the greatest hidden treasures unearthed in our time, 13 brief homilies provide compelling teaching for Catholics in today's post-Christian world and give fresh insights into JP2's pontificate. You can get a copy of this important new book at AveMariaPress.com. Use code JP2Teachings, that's J-P-I-I-Teachings, to get 20% off your copy today. Looking for exceptional coffee? Delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee using top tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic themed coffees available at www.grimbeancoffee.com forward slash Redbox Media. Experience coffee like never before.